Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today we have Quebecoy. Quebecoy is a multi-instrumental project that formed off of a solo project named Kibbs out of South Florida. These guys were super interesting to talk with. From how the band was formed via Kibbs to where the band wants to end up, which I think is going to be back at Kibbs, I really enjoyed it. Check out their social media as well as check out the social media for Kibbs. You will really enjoy it. Okay, so today we have Kibbs and his band. We will get to them after. We'd like to talk to Kibbs first. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Let us know what you're about as an artist. And um, yeah. Hi, I'm Kibbs. I'm a shoegaze and slowcore solo artist. Um, I have a multi-instrumental project that I've released one album and I plan to release a second album this summer. Awesome, okay. Um, so if I just met you on the street, you were telling me about your music. What is your sound? Um, basically trying to, somewhere in between, capture the feeling of, like, daydreaming and also being high. (laughs) Okay. All right. Very psychedelic in a way, maybe, or? Um, not psychedelic in a traditional sense with, like, um, you know, large flowing guitar solos, more psychedelic in a textural way. Okay. Okay, and how long ago did you start your project, your solo project? Um, it's been going on for about like three years now. Okay, what 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 is it that got you started in it? Um, I had always like gone in the multi instrumental direction, just practicing stuff and learning stuff for fun, but then it was um COVID that actually made me start producing too. Okay, and then like it was it was like right at the start, like that like March kind of March, April time uh-huh. that I started experimenting with Logic and Ableton and then actually laying recordings down. Okay. And then it was a lot of songs that I had been like writing for a long time. And right. I was like, okay, let me finally get this down on an actual recording. Right. Okay. So tell me about your songwriting process. There's not really any real process. I never really sit down and think, hmm, let me write a song. It's just when I go to a certain instrument and then if I'm practicing, just noodling around, something will mm-hmm. hook me and then I'll just... I'll, you know, mess around, find the, the key it's in, then write accompanying parts. And okay. Like so you mentioned multi-instrumentalist. Are you personally multi-instrumentalist? All three or of just... us are multi-instrumentalist. Awesome. So okay. We, um, we actually switch off. On... Oh, that's so cool. That's kind of our, our quirky little... That is super <laughs> cool. I love that. Um, now, what's your favorite um, instrument to play? Um... I think drums are the most fun, but I, I gravitate towards guitar because I've been doing that for the longest, right. and I um I find it's a very expressive instrument. Right, it's funny. So you you did you so you started as guitar yeah. then. Um, funny that you say that because my daughter started as a drummer and she's gravitating towards like she she hates the drums now. She she now wants to be just guitarist. Like if I yeah. even mention, hey, why don't you play the drums for the? They're looking for a drummer. She's just like, no, I'm done. So, yeah, it's very interesting that you say that. 
that uh the grass is always like greener on the other side yeah right <laughs> okay so um your music you you how long were you solo before you decided that you're gonna bring in this band um it was always like it's really hard to determine because they're also my best friends okay so it was always just like playing for fun mm -hmm. but at one point it was like okay i want to play this show can you guys back me up and then um there was a weird in the middle period where it was like just playing as like kids but live right but then it was like okay if we're all playing this let's get like a neutral name that represents all of us rather than just me okay so then that's when you became quebecois quebecois, quebecois. Yeah. i will get it for the end of this okay and let's introduce you guys and what part well you guys are obviously multi-instrumentalists so you guys switch it off do you guys actually have like a main role though yeah, we, we have okay main role. okay so introduce <laughs> yourselves and um as a part of quebecois okay my my name is emmanuel um i mostly play bass okay i used to play drums in the band okay before i switched it off do you play bass with a pick or without a pick? I like playing with a pick. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm always curious about for, that. For me, I just like... like oh, it. but I, like, hard thing, I never play guitar with a pick. Guitar, huh? Yeah. Even even electric guitar? I can't stand picks. you got to be kidding. So he's the bass player speakers. with a pick. I, oh. I have the triangular nail. Oh. And I also play with the flesh for muted parts. Oh, my God. I, I like playing with a pick just because, you know, the style, just all the music but I grew up on. It's just like... I like it and hard and right. which is the opposite of me because everything I grew up on is soft and right. slow. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. Drums. All right. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm Matthew. I played drums for the band, but I used to play bass. Okay. Uh, sometimes I hop on vocals. Okay. But mostly drums, yeah. And what do you play bass with finger or pick? Uh, I always use fingers, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all right, so you went from Kibbs to Cabo there's some weird in the middle period. Okay, tell me about that. We were, we were kids, and then we were kids and the white boys because we have some white boys here. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was just me. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh... Well, and sometimes he'd back out of the white boy games. Because <laughs> I just uh, yeah. And then Never for some brief period, we were the Litvak mob, a hardcore side project. Yeah. And okay. then once all of that was over, then it's like okay. Quebecois, and this is we're still that's it. we just okay. we just came up with the name and uh so real Quebecois fans will remember the shows where it was like the Litvak mob right. the kids in the white at Churchill's and just yeah Churchill's Churchill's yes Miami royalty so all right so do you still perform as kids though yeah at times you do? okay okay all right so Quebecois came around um and in the transition to that, did, did you guys release any music as Quebecois? Um, do you have anything no, released yet or just as Kibbs? because all of the Quebecois songs are Kibbs songs. Okay. Except for one. There's, there's a couple. So, in in that regard, um, most of, like, the, the stuff where, the newer stuff we're playing now when we do shows is stuff that's, like, unreleased for the next Kibbs album. Okay. So, it's being kept under the wraps right now. Okay. All right. So are you going to release anything under Quebecois? We'll release once we have like the full batch of the purely Quebecois songs, right. then um, we'll do that as like an EP. And we're also thinking about doing a live EP soon. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay. 
with the kids songs mixed in just right. cause for fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are all on it anyhow. So it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. All right. So you mentioned that you guys were friends. How did you guys meet? School. Just school. school. Yeah. In the school. I had a couple classes with him. Um, and then we just kind of met. Me uh, I've never had classes with them, but, um, one day I was just like, who can play the best five, four rhythm? And then I met him. <laughs> I remember. And then, and then people were really like getting in a twizzy about the five four rhythm competition. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was quite yeah. a subject of drama for a bit. That's funny. <laughs> Do you guys all have like a history of the same? interest in the same type of music certainly somewhat. certainly no bands do That's i mean just like, me, me and him no, I mean, like somewhat me, i wouldn't go that th- there's like crossover now because we've influenced each other a lot and found common ground but like right. originally no nah, no we right. did not like the same shit like it, it's subject of many arguments for me like, right. for, yes. i mean you would just i would try and show you like hardcore and i try and show you like hate breed and converge and you just like i'm hated i'm a nazi about production okay s- as a producer <laughs> and an audio engineer and then like that he, he'd show me stuff recorded on like a dollar store sounding microphone <laughs> i thought it was like the coolest thing in the world i didn't care about production i guess i was a bit of a, a boomer in a sense right. it was like we had like this grindcore project we did have a grindcore just like pump songs out on like on the, the iPhone's default recording <laughs> app. Oh, my God. We didn't even write lyrics. It was just us screaming. Yeah. Wasn't there an artist that actually filmed a music video on her iPhone? I think so. I mean, I think there's a lot. I think Is there? Yeah. Probably a good... More than like, we would know. Yeah. Modern artists. iPhones are pretty good. IPhones. They are. That picture yeah. is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I just got an, an iPhone 13 recently. That Did cam- you? The camera is just like... Did you do it through Verizon? I heard they were giving them out for free. Oh, I got... I have T-Mobile. Verizon. Oh. Verizon's way too much. Yeah, no, you're right. You got that. Okay, so is there like... Even though you guys have a different taste in music, is there a dream collaboration that you would ever want to collaborate with had you... Individually or us I, as a band? Well, you can tell me individually. all as a whole get behind Knock Loose. Yeah, I think we can. I'm, I'm wearing the shirt right now. I don't now. think that I've ever a heard different of Knock Loose. Blue. They're like, they're just like a really good hardcore band. Okay. Beat, straight beat down. Uh, no, no funny. They're games. just like all around good, good, good vocals. Have you guys heard of Dying Fetus? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. They're okay. like, they're sick. The old youth, um, Oscar, he was like, you gotta listen to Dying Fetus. And I finally listened and I was like, okay. They have such a solid instrumental part, yeah. but then the guy opened his mouth and I was like, okay, I can't. <laughs> uh, so then I tried again with another song and I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't get into it. I just can't. Me, I couldn't understand anything he was saying. I think another dream collab we could all get behind is like a Taylor Swift collab. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. We totally could get behind yeah. a Taylor Swift collab. It, I, I think that might even be higher than the Knock Loose collab. It is. Yeah. We listen to more Taylor Swift. That's like all those instrumental sure. people. Like what would really bring our sound together uh-huh. is is someone like Taylor, right, right? Who could like give the vocals on top of what we provide, right? Like, like I think 1989 is like probably one of the best pop records ever made. You're you're right. It's really good. It's so good. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so funny because I'm shocked at some of the people like you guys like that love right. Taylor Swift. It's oh, like yeah. Taylor has had her. tremendous influence on Kevin. I mean, wow. good music is good music. Yeah, you got to give it. Yeah, that album. Yeah. For me personally. A collaboration that I would like to see, uh, probably like a Dillinger Escape Plan 
collaboration just on how crazy or or um there's this band from new york they were called this is for me personally there's uh-huh. a band from new york in the early 2000s they were called irate they were just a really irate. good beat down hardcore band no bullshit just in your face just music to like punch people too and it was just so good okay. oh, man if i could do something with that band you got any um there's this band mineral okay uh i personally i like them because like mid they're like a midwest emo band right okay and that's like more of my genre okay um not that i'm like dying to like i, I but like if if you ask me like if i had to pick a band probably then okay. the, the goo the goo, oh, too, the goo yeah. dolls too goo goo dolls yeah oh okay um maybe like i don't know we'd probably be into like uh me and him personally like either like boris or like push Eisty, probably <laughs> yeah 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 okay Where we boris are you familiar with boris no it's a um a japanese like drone drone noise rock band okay. they're really great and then they actually do a lot of like collab albums with other noise rock groups uh-huh. where they um they literally put their two bands together so they have like multiple people on each instrument and they like will make an album and do like a live tour with both bands oh so it's literally like boris with Mersbo or boris and son and it's just like the oh, two bands together cool. so it's like a double band situation right. and us also as a noise rock group we love boris and then um favorite rapper Pusheisty. oh actually so, one more um loathe i yeah. think we can all agree on loathe we, we love genre fusion yeah. so if we could do like a quebecois plus boris combination with Pusheisty providing some vocals on top. that would be pretty cool though that would yeah. Be yeah one of the most innovative albums probably. Yeah. and you don't you wouldn't nothing there's not anything like that so exactly. yeah. We, yeah we don't like to um be confined I mean, I know, no, I know, I know, I know a lot of, I know a lot of bands say that they don't like to be confined, but we don't, we'll, we'll put in a drum machine yeah. and a shoegaze I, I don't think there's any other band in South Florida that will play a shoegaze set and then bust into like punk jazz halfway right. through. And then, uh, you know, yeah, people take it like too serious a little bit. Yeah. Just let so loose have fun. their, yeah. their creativeness. Have fun. Yeah. It's all about, exactly. it's all about having fun. So that brings me to my next question. If there was anything that you could change in this industry, what would it be and why? Um, I'd say try to make it more of like a meritocracy where like, I don't know, it values skill more than like maybe appearance or like, so some bands yeah. try to sell a look, mm-hmm. but I think we should be focused more on sound. I agree with you. I agree. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of things I could say about changing the music industry. I'm, uh, there's one thing I'd like to change with music fans it's now like it's now common to like different shit but there's people i meet that are like nah i only listen to this one thing and everything else sucks and what you listen to sucks like oh that's not real fucking metal or any of this shit and i'm like just just let people listen to what they want to Let let people have fun it seems like uh it seems like there's not a lot of like like uh you know that people want to stick in their box. They don't want to explore. Mm-hmm. There's not enough diversity. Yeah. And yeah, I, that's what I would change. A little more diversity mm-hmm. musically in the industry with different bands touring with each other. Right. The easy thing to pick is the Spotify streams. Right. I agree with you 100%. I, I need to get paid more. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I always bring that up. It's just crazy. How much was your check for when you got it in the mail? After getting like thousands of streams, yeah. I checked for three cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that was a spit in the face yeah we make so much more playing live mm-hmm. we do that yeah. it makes 
streaming on almost pointless, which is why we really haven't put out anything on Victor yeah. Kawhi. It's just crazy. It's it's like, and I bring it up every single podcast, and I swear I was just not going to talk about it anymore because I'm tired of hearing it myself. But like, because I say it all the time. But like back when I was growing up, like Madonna, she got signed. And so it's like a for sure thing. Someone's signing her. So she's going to at least have that one hit wonder. Now I feel like with Spotify, everybody being able to record their thing, that's great that they're able to get their sound out there. But I think it's so much harder to get found and to get noticed and get that recognition financially for that. And it's like so much money, time, energy, everything goes into what you guys do. I just feel like it should... It's just too open for everybody. Yeah, there's yeah. certainly an oversaturation of the yeah. commodification of music. You're right, yeah. And I feel that way so much. Since there's, like, so many... I mean, anybody could upload music now. There's just so much music. Now, yeah. Which, I mean, is both a great thing, because you could find people doing the absolutely weirdest and most innovative thing possible, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of bad, because there's just a bunch of people probably doing the same thing. Yep. And, you know, it's hard to find that one gem. Yep. If everyone's doing the same thing, because everyone could just upload music. I mean, exactly. I'm not, you know, I, I mean, like, you don't really need to be signed. You could just be like a band like Black Flag or Minor. Right. Like yeah. They no. just like made their own records. Like, yeah. But, but yeah. Somebody saw and, and they grew. It's, yeah. And that's, it's, it, like, my, that's why I started this, like, this podcast, because I feel like there's so many local bands out there that are so incredibly talented and so good. And then I hear half the crap that's on the radio, and I'm like, why are these local bands not on the radio? Like, at least, like, back when I was growing up, and I'm 46 years old, so there very well could be something. Like, I get it. It's all, like, streaming now. It's But tell me you guys would not be super excited if they played your song on the radio one day. Would you not just shoot yourself? So it's like... Back in the day, we used to have this radio station that was run out of Piper High School, and they played all the local bands all day long, and it was so cool. And I was telling my husband and my daughter last week that I would love to be able to do something like that for these local bands, just get their sound out there, and just so that they could just be driving down the street, and their song comes on, and they don't even know what's going to happen, you know? Even if it is a cheesy-ass radio station like 88.5, it's on there, you know? Like, just some something to make you feel good about everything you've put into what you're doing, you know? They play a lot of weird stuff on that 88.5. I'll oh, is it still around? I, I, no, I'll, so I'll listen to it just in the car, and it'll go from, like, Filter to, like, Newfound Glory, and then, like, you turn it on late at night, and it's just jazz. It's really weird. Yeah. It's it's dope, though. It's yeah. run out of high school. It used it? to be run out of Piper High School. I don't think it is anymore. I don't know where it's run out of. I had no idea it was even still around, but now I need to tune in eh. because that's... So, but it's funny that you were talking about how, like, in... You would change, like, where people can just like what they like. Like, I had that mini fest. Did you guys go? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, so many different walks of life. Everybody was, like, supporting everybody. I was, I loved it. I just, I was so happy. So many bands made so many different connections there. Like, I've, they've since gone and done shows together. And it was like, like, everything I wanted it to be. I was so excited. So, I'm glad you guys came, though. Shut up. Mango juice. Oh, my God. That was a killer set. Oh, I love mango juice. You know, like, mango juice, they were like, God, I think that they were my seventh podcast. And I sat here and I was talking to them about, like, the local scene. And they had no clue, like, how big it was, everything. 
And I was like, holy shit, this man is so talented. Like, I gotta get, help them. And so I kind of took them by their way. I was like, okay, listen, I'm like gonna be your unwanted manager right now because I need, and I got them out there and gigging and stuff. And I'm so excited that they won because I don't think they really knew how good they really were. Definitely it's amazing. But so next fest, hopefully, I'll see you guys. Yeah, there's a lot of fans we've made connections with that love to play shows with us and give us support. Like, um, mm -hmm. we are actually we booked a show with um, Children of the Flush. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, you know, I'm really, you know, me and Tyler were kind of show with each other, and they played, and we actually posted a music video, and I'll have know, to look at that. They gave us love and shit, and they reposted it, and a lot of people did. I love how supportive the local scene is of each other. Yeah. Like, there's a couple. I, I can name them on one hand, like, yeah. that I personally know of that are not super supportive of that other band, but I do like the support that other bands give other bands. I, I, I genuinely like that. But, um, so, um, tell me about your shows. Like, when you have shows, like, how do you promote them? What do you feel is the most effective way of doing that? Like, um, so, Instagram is the way. Yeah. yeah Usually, Instagram posts, yeah. Usually we book our own, or we make our own shows um, because we just thought it'd be fun and we weren't getting that much shows. So yeah. like, hey, let's just make a show that we get all our favorite bands. And usually what helps is those bigger bands that we get promoting it. Like mm -hmm. we threw a show uh, with Children of the Flesh and I think because of them, like 300 somewhat people showed Nice. Up. Not that many. Oh. That's what someone told me. How many people That's a bad count. That is? <laughs> no, like 200-ish. Okay, I wasn't that off. Um, Still a lot of people. We we started, not like started, we, we started getting like doing small things and then we wanted to get bigger. So then we planned our own, but we haven't planned our own in a while because now as a result of that, now we're getting booked better and um we're allowed to sit back a lot more. Right, right. Okay. So what do you think is the best decision that you guys have made as a as a solo artist, as kids, and as Kebacon? Kebacon. I'm sorry. What do you think are the best decisions that you've made? Um, the best kids' decision was um, playing with a chorus pedal, and I think the best Quebecois decision was <laughs> getting a PA. <laughs> oh, okay. A PA or the drum machine. <laughs> drum machines. I, I don't think I've ever seen a drum machine. Uh, we, um, just picture a, a little black box with okay. little squares on it. Uh-huh. You whack it with your stick and it's cool. <laughs> is it like an electric thing or is it... Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's electric. It's, like, it's just like a little box, like, totally expands your sound. Okay. So if you have, like, ten bands in one it, it, like, box. And we loaded done, a bunch of weird stuff in there. wonders for us. Right, yeah. right. So, what is your favorite venue that you've ever played? That we've ever played? Mm -hmm. Um... I mean, for me, um, we haven't played much. I'm going to say Churchill's just yeah. because of the fact yeah, that yeah, I, I have so many memories there. That's where I saw my first yeah. hardcore show. Yeah. And just, just full of memories. Yeah. Full of memories. That's, I mean, that's where we got our start, really. And the, the spot okay. the spot is always going to be there. The spot is always going to be there. Um, for me, this, um, God, I, I went there like, maybe once or twice, but like Lozier Lounge, it shut down. It was oh, in, yeah. It was in Pompano, yeah. Um, what else? I mean, there's a, 
What else? What do you got? Back to your question about things that should be changed in the music uh-huh. industry. Maybe like the the bigger venues need to cycle bands more because okay. you see them like putting up the same bands over and over again. Yeah. And then um, the reason why it's like a complicated question with the venue question is because a lot of the, the fun venues just aren't venues. They're right. just warehouses, spots yep. where the police won't come. Yep, exactly. And then um, I feel like a lot of other bands wouldn't have to do that if there was more like cycling. With the mm-hmm. Well, one thing I will say is that if you start a venue, get a liquor license yep. so that your place doesn't get <laughs> shut down and we have places to play. Oh my and an god! And entertainment who license. Did that? The the what what who did that? There was the one. Um, there's that one warehouse in Winwood, the, the corner bar. The corner oh, the, bar. It's across from the corner bar. Oh yeah, yeah. About, yeah. Make sure your building is up they to like fire marshal standards. Yeah. Just, I mean, there's like mul- there's the entertainment license, the liquor license, right, and right. just check check the laws. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> there's not that many venues down here. Yeah, I kind of um, feel there's not enough venues either that are um, all ages. There's, yeah. and it's so hard because a lot of the followers are not 21 yet. And it's it's hard to get all your followers out there. It's kind of hard because I mean everything's so spread out in this mm-hmm. in this state. Like, you know, uh, like Churchill's is like an hour drive from like yeah. Respectable Street. Yeah. Even that, like a forty minute drive from like the Underground Coffee House. It's just hard. You know, it's just very spread out. Yeah. I feel like is. we need more venues like in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that makes sense. We need some Hollywood venues. We do need right. some venues in Hollywood. There's... No, there is the American Legion. That VFW hall, I guess it's it's kind of a venue. Yeah we, yeah, we should like normalize turning like anything into a venue, really. Turn a house yeah. into a venue. Yeah. Well, it's like I was talking with one of my friends, my sound guy actually, that ran sound, and I was saying that these kids they just want somewhere to play. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It's just somewhere that they could put on a show, and people can come. And it's it's just. Yeah amazing that nobody has caught on to this yet like just open something up like it doesn't have to be extravagant i could like get a warehouse get all the licenses and it would probably be the biggest venue mm. in the tri-county you know it's like that's i mean we put on you'll have a lot of people play. yeah people play from parking lots and warehouses they're just wanting to play it's crazy yeah it's, it's just people want to play it's just very hard yeah. you know especially down here yeah you think like Miami since it's a big city, you know, there'd be a lot of places. To yeah, play, but they're mostly really all hard. over 21. They're, yeah, you have to be 21 to get there. What is your dream venue? Dream venue? Revolution. Yeah. Revolution. Does it have to be a venue like? Yeah. I guess like on our scheme of things. Yeah. Revolution. Yeah. Okay. I'll say a venue here then. Um, revolution. It, it was actually going to play. First, it was Churchill's inside because we used to play mm-hmm. the parking lot. But I guess now it's revolution. It used to be the culture room, but and I don't like that place. I'll anymore. say it. I'll, I'll make the claim. If we can play revolution, we can break up. That's true. <laughs> yeah. like, we're done after we play yeah. that. Yeah. That's it. We've you succeeded. Like, the creative peak. That's and awesome. Burnout, so. Well, hopefully one day. If, if someone that sees guys. this hates Quebecois and wants us to break up, just get us a show. Yes. Of <laughs> show we will Heard break it, up guys. <laughs> So you hate the culture room, though? I, I hate it. Why? Um, it, it's just not my thing. It's just a weird venue. Yeah. I don't like it. It doesn't sound that great to me, personally. Yeah. Do you like culture room? I've been in the culture yeah. room. I've never been. I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's a smaller 
version of Revolution. It's very hot in there too. But they won't allow local bands to play there. It's like they won't yeah, that, that's part of the problem. It. It's yeah, which is sucks. It's like I feel like like Brubby is the only local band that's yeah, actually probably yeah, yeah. I well, Supercold played there because they opened for um, Drake Bell. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then um, Polar Boys played there because they opened for Half Alive. Who was that one local band from here that I remember reading this? I don't know if this was true. There's one local band from here that opened up for Bon Jovi. Yeah, Brub- yes, that's Brubby. Oh, that was them. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bon Jovi does that. They go like on their tour, and then they find a lo- which I love. I love it. They find a local band, and they can like audition or submit to be the opening act, and they won the. So that's awesome. But they do. I- There's quite a few bands that do that, and I love that. I love you just. Let, let the, you that's guys, like you guys want to open up for Bon Jovi when he comes down yeah, here? I think I'd have to pass. I think you'd have to pass. <laughs> I think more like big mainstream artists should kind of like normalize that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of like whatever city they're playing. Yeah. Learn a little bit about local bands in the area and just yeah. get them to open or something. I would love that if there were more like that. Like, um, for example, AWOL Nation. All right. So, all right. I didn't, and it's not like exactly what you said, but. I took my daughter for her first concert. Well, her first concert was Taylor Swift. Her second concert, um, Fall Out Boy. And AWOL Nation opened up for Fall Out Boy. And I had no idea who this band was. None of us did. It was, like, super way back in the day. And um, I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love with this band. So I started to follow AWOL Nation. And then when they came to town they, at Revolution Live, I was, like, super excited. I had to go see them. And Iron Tom opened up for AWOL Nation. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this band. And there's just this local band out of California that got, like, 11,000 followers. And I'm obsessed with Iron Tom. It's just so funny. But it just goes to show there's so many that get missed. And it's super exciting when I see that they have these smaller local bands touring with them. I I love that. That happened recently. Uh, this, This rap group named Horror from, like, New York, I want to say. Okay. Uh, they went on tour, and they're, like, relatively big. And when they played West Palm Beach, they asked Children of the Flesh, like, hey, do you want to play with us? And that, that was, awesome? That was, like, sick to me. I'm yeah. like, man, you know? Because the only band I knew that did that for a while was this band called Reagan Youth. They were this old punk band from, like, the 80s, and they would ask local bands to play. But besides that, yeah. I think right. it's dope. I think more people should do it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of cool people down here. Yeah, it's a lot of there cool, is. crazy people. And like you here. guys said, like, if you got Revolution Live, you guys could split up. Because, like, everything has happened for you. So it's like, yeah, for right. something like that to happen, it's huge. I just think, I get excited thinking about that. And figure out a way to get that done. If our goals are to play Revolution. Yeah. Oh, I hope it happens for you guys. And then play Brazil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe a Brazil reunion show. And then we're like, when Hell's Freeze is over, Brazil reunion show. Yeah. We got to play Sao Paulo. That's it. So yeah. let's swing back to your songwriting. Do you, what inspires you to write the songs and like, um, is it, yeah, basically my question. <laughs> like, I'm either in like a really good mood or in like a sad boy mood. Right, <laughs> like, right. um, a bulk of the songs, like, cause I'll have just like back to back writing days and I'll like spit out like 10 songs. Oh my God. And then I will won't write anything for like months right like, well you got all the material you need <laughs> like god bless a breakup and <laughs> yeah for real get the best music out of that stuff yeah okay all right so 
Do you guys have any favorite local bands? Back to the local scene real quick, and then we're going to move on to the next segment. Yeah, I have a few. Children of the Flesh. Children. <laughs> uh, for me, it's um, it's Bloodbather. Bloodbather. Okay. Yeah, they're my. They're just. They're so good. They're mm-hmm. so tight. Domain. We can both agree on domain. Domains. Domains. Okay. Yeah. Domain. Uh, I think Bloom Dream as well. Okay. Yeah. Bloom Dream's good. Yeah. Tracheotomy too. Really. I've heard of them. Just. In your face, disgusting death metal. <laughs> They're dope. Who else? Um, I'm gonna say Graves. They okay, give yeah. Us, they give us so much support. That's good. And you know, congratulations on your EP. And yeah, tour. and they're playing uh, Revolution Live and Dirty Rivals gets to open for them. Oh so that's yeah. That's super cool. We we just played it. Did we? No, we didn't. No, wrong band. My bad. I was thinking of another band. My bad. Who else? Uh, mold. Mold. Yeah. Pretty good. Is very good. Yeah. And mango juice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that gets me excited. Uh, yeah, the, the two of us gravitate towards more like the, the spacier mm-hmm. South Florida yeah. bands. Yeah. Like Mango Juice and Mold and yeah. Bloom Dream. And yeah. I'm just into like just straight up in your face, just hard, hard stuff that you can punch something to. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Okay. Those are all my favorite bands. All right. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next segment. If you've watched my podcast, you know I do it. You can tell mom anything segment. Okay. Okay. So here we go, guys. What's your all-time favorite song, and where does it take you when you listen to it? Um, Jesus, that's tough. Um, I'm gonna go with May 16th by Lagwagon, and it just, it sort of makes me feel nostalgic for a time that I didn't even live, but I just feel nostalgic and, you know, happy. I'm like, it, it's sad, but it's like, it's like, man, I could get better, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Or, or Concubine by Converge. That just makes me feel angry and pissed off. Just, <laughs> oh, that's sad, too. Therapy. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Um, That's really hard. There's like a... I have a lot of good yeah, There's songs. a lot of songs out there. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess I could give you like one I'm really big fan of like right now. Parking Lot by Mineral. Okay. I, I bring up Mineral a lot, but that song... That's what you like. Um... There's just like a guitar part in it that kind of sounds like like crying a little bit. Could you sing it? Could I sing it? Yeah, sing it. No, I can't sing no? it. No. Oh. But like, <laughs> look over the lyrics. It all just blends in perfectly. Okay. Kind of reminds you of like, like adolescence. Okay. The good times of that. Yeah. So that's why it's a good song. Okay. My favorite is probably "Portrait of Tracy" by Jacob Astorius. It's like a, um, solo abstract fretless bass piece. Mm-hmm sort of like um atonal and impressionistic um but then there's also some like really clean harmonic parts so it's a good mix of like the weird and the beautiful okay and that's just been like my favorite forever like and i show it to people and they're like what the hell is this right <laughs> no you have a reason for it so yep okay all right awesome do you guys have significant others um i don't know what do you mean, like, significant? Yeah, you do. Like a relationship? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm in a relationship, yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought I was a friend of something else. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a relationship. Okay. Yeah, it's complicated. complicated. It's complicated. Okay. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first drink? Like, like... Alcoholic beverage, yeah. Like, not counting, like, sips from my mom, like, I don't know, I, I think I, those okay. sips from the mom count. Yeah, well, the, I suppose. This, this communion wine. Yeah, <laughs> this communion. 
communion one? No. Yeah. Because if that's the case, I'm like five. <laughs> but um, I don't even know. I don't even remember. Some sometime in like middle I, school. I middle school? Yeah. Uh, I think that was mine. Middle school. Middle school. Yeah. yeah I think the... I had a glass of champagne at a family gathering at age twelve. Okay. That was the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I was probably right. I, yeah. uh, I thought so. My it's par- always that like a thing. Yeah, my parents yeah. loved this alcohol called Uzo. It's this Greek alcohol, and it looks like water. And it was in like a red solo cup. Okay. And my dad had it, so I thought it was water. Oh, I, that's and tough. I, and I go drink <laughs> it, and I'm like, yeah. Uzo's. Is nasty. it rough? Yeah. Nasty. Yeah, it's not good. It was so funny. My niece, when she was a little girl, um, we were all we are at family again. We're Irish. We drink. So. Um, there was a beer, and she thought it was her soda, and she picked it up and drank it, and she realized, and she was like, oh, my God, am I drunk? It was so funny. Yeah. We're like, no, you're not drunk. <laughs> it was hysterical. Yeah. Just like a week and a half ago, my one of my little cousins accidentally threw back a mimosa. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. At least it doesn't taste bad, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you could have three celebrities to dinner, past or present, who would they be and why? Anders Holmvik. I'm a big Workaholics fan. I love that show. Me, me and him love that show. Yeah, I'm okay. a big fan of Workaholics. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. Um, I don't know, uh, Anders Holmvik. I want to do someone else. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Francis Bacon. He was this old painter. He lived a very interesting life, and um, just um, for like. I don't know. I don't know who. I'm going to I'm going to say um he unfortunately passed Ray Liotta. He oh, was in God. Goodfellas. Yeah. I'm still recovering from that one, yeah. man. I loved him. Yeah, that's it. He's awesome. He was awesome. I just watched that movie today for like the 17th time. I don't think there's a movie he made that was bad. Like Well, that Sopranos movie wasn't that good. I actually didn't in. watch that. It wasn't that great. It's terrible. I'll have to watch it now though just, you know. It's a great show, not a great movie. What yeah. about you? Um that's really hard. I could say Adam Sandler probably. Okay. That's one for sure. But the other two, just like off the top of my head, maybe like uh, Seth MacFarlane. Okay. Um, maybe like you could go Jay Z. That's a classic pick. Yeah, dinner with Jay Z. <laughs> That'll change my life. So yeah, that okay. would change your life. It would change all our lives. Um. I have to go for Jordy Grief, Michelle Yeoh, and Wong Kar Wai. I know no any of them. Jordy Grief is the frontman of the math band Black Midi. Okay. Um, Michelle Yeoh is a um actor from Hong Kong. Okay. And um, Wong Kar Wai is a director from Hong Kong. Okay. If you ever heard of like In the Mood for Love or Chunking Express. No, but my daughter probably has. She's in trouble. I think he's brilliant, and just like Jay Z to him, he's yeah. my Jay Z. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, awesome. Okay, so the next question is: If you could tell Billie Eilish anything, what would it be? I would tell her just keep it up, keep it up. I mean, it's she's just she's young in this industry, and she's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, how many does she have a song with a billion streams? I want to say with what? A, a, a billion streams? Yeah, probably. I just tell her to keep it up and just wish the best for her and she's doing well in this industry and I hope, you know, she's able to do make 
some great music. It's not my thing, but people love it. And, you know, I'm not going to diss her for that at all. Right. Yeah. It's kind of rough. But I, <laughs> it's not going to be the first time something rough is said here. <laughs> I'd have to tell Billy that Taylor did it better. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I think Billy holds herself up pretty well. I, I don't know what I could tell her other than, like, like a job. I would ask her. I would ask her if she likes um, what type of peanut butter she likes. Oh Cre- yeah, like crunchy or creamy. Cr- crunchy or creamy. What do you like? I'm personally a crunchy guy. Yeah. Crunchy Nutritionally cream. crunchy is better yeah. for me. What about you? I'm a switch. I go between both. Okay. A peanut butter switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Who is your celebrity crush? Um, probably like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, for a while it was. The girl who sang that song, Torn, Natalie and uh, Rublio. Yeah, uh, she was hot in that video. Yeah. Um, who else? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with I'm gonna go Kat Dennings. Kat? Yeah, Kat Dennings. I'm going to go with her. Okay. It's um, <laughs> like a hard question. <laughs> like, um, maybe like FKA Twigs. What the hell is that? I'm going to have to look that one up, too. Cellophane, Magdalene. Don't know. Don't know who that is. I guess I keep naming off crappy celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just am not up to date. I'm old. (laughs) Should I give, like, a a more... You can give a... You can give who you think. Who who would you like to get with? That, that, like... That's popular. Or that, like... I mean, I think FKA Twigs is popular. Wait, and who is she? Um, she's an R&B artist, but okay. she makes, like, noise R&B. It's, okay. like, plunderphonic music. F.K. A. A. Twigs. Okay, stand by. Might... We're gonna... Ooh, actually, I might change. F.K.A. Twigs. Oh, she is pretty, though. What is she look like? Oh, yeah, she is pretty. She is pretty. She's very pretty. Yeah, she's got a really pretty face. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. All right, All right. Well, now I know. So uh, I, I'm valid. <laughs> I, don't blame you. I, don't, I don't blame you. Okay. Which past entertainer of any genre was your first favorite entertainer? Entertainer, like comedian or like... Whichever, of anything. Whichever. Um... Like my daughter, growing up, like it was all about Adam Sandler. That was it. And we had to watch Adam Sandler daily, all day. For me, there was a there was like a point in like middle school where I really liked uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh yeah, I loved him. Yeah, where I really liked him, and there's just a point where I really loved stand-up comedy. I mean, I still do, but I was into like Bill Burr, Burt Kreischer, Mm -hmm. and Tom Segura. Actually, Tom Segura might be my favorite entertainer. Do you know Brett Ernst? I don't. He was on the Wild Wild West show, Vince Vaughn's Wild Wild West show with Uh, Sebastian. Oh, really? And I, I'm friends with, I went to high school with him, and he's in Cobra Kai now. Oh. Super funny comedian. You gotta Google him, YouTube him. He's so funny. Or actually, no, just actually, one of my things, it's Shyamalani for me. Oh, my daughter just went to see him. I went and saw Two nights him. in a row. Two. I saw him on Saturday. It was yeah, like... she saw him Friday and Saturday. Really? Yeah, that was a hell of a show. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get the shirt? I didn't. No. Actually, I was thinking during the show, he wouldn't talk about his drug use. And then he's like, man, I did cocaine off a of koala baby changing station. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's my answer. 
Um, I could, de- like, deceased artists? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of music, I could definitely say, like, Jerry Garcia. Oh, yeah. And the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, always love their music, and I still do. I actually don't listen to them that much right. anymore, but... They're legends, though. I did for a long time. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. That's for sure. But well, I can... Let me get my phone out so I can Google this person. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for an older answer, I'd say, like, the frontman representation of Miles Davis okay. is big for me, especially when I was younger. Right. And then now, like, um, the very vulnerable representation of Isaac from Black Country New Road has been hugely influential. Okay. I'm going to say a music one, actually. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize we could do music. Uh, for me, uh, Vinny Stigma from Agnostic Front, he is the, probably the funniest and the craziest guy I know. I met him at a, at a Madball concert in New York, and I mean, he's the only 65-year-old I know with two head tattoos. And <laughs> he, he just lives life the way he wants yeah. to. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. What is your favorite dish that your mother makes? Um, bolsap bibimbap. It's okay, a Korean dish. Um, it's like rice, banchan, and um, I guess marinated meats. Um, if you don't know, banchan is like the small fermented Korean vegetable dishes. Okay. And then it's all served together with the rice on the bottom in a searing hot stone bowl. So the bowl actually crisps the rice. Nice. Okay. So it becomes crispy rice and you mix it all together. Right. And it's um, put like the gochujang pepper sauce on top. And then that's just that's such a comfort food for me. Okay. Nothing beats that. Okay. That's awesome. That's the go-to like birthday dinner. Right. You know, nice. Everything. That's like my meatloaf. Like I always have my mom make me meatloaf. Uh, for me, uh, it's filafi. It's what is that? It's a Greek dish. Uh, it's it's just it's uh, just rice it with a Greek dish, yeah. rice with lamb and yep. lemon on it, and uh, it's just really good. There's this incredibly good Greek restaurant on 94th and Commercial. Is it my big Greek restaurant? No, it's not that one. Yeah. This is even better, and they have oh. it's just amazing. Um, I'll look the name up and let you know because, yeah, like, tight. you don't find real good ones. I mean, my big fat Greek restaurant is good, it's but good. this is there's a lot of good things. by like, far. There's my there's that there's a Greek joint. There's a lot of good places. Yeah, this is like a little hole in the wall in a shopping center. I would never have ever in a million years stop there unless my sister told me, "Oh, you got to go there." Really? Yeah. It was All good. right. Um, probably just like big CD. Okay. All right. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Big okay. All right. So, if you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? I wouldn't uh-huh. tell anyone. I just invested. Yeah. Okay. So you're the smart one in the group. Um, I'd be spending. Everybody would know I had that money. I, <laughs> if I my like wardrobe, my cars, everything. I would. I would get a bunch of cats and just you know, <laughs> I'd just get a bunch of. Although not, neither I would adopt them. But like, yeah, I'd get a big house and then get a big house for me. I'd get a big house oh, for the cats. Hire cats. Like a, um, yeah, I'd hire cats. Do like a cat too. rescue. Yeah, and then it'd just be a fucking mansion and then just only people that live there are cats. Eh, that's it for me. And then maybe invest it into something, I don't know, maybe Skittles. I, I think like investing is like a given mm-hmm. when you have such a large amount of money. Yeah. So I'm not even going to like mention that. Probably just like a big boat. Just like buy okay. a big boat. Yeah. All right. Maybe like a bunch of cars. Yeah, I think I would probably do the cars. The house, I wouldn't. I, I, too big for me is like I don't. 
I, I would say I like to have my family clothes where we right. can like so I think I would probably upgrade my house, but I wouldn't get a huge house, but I would you know, a boat definitely a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, if we could just dream that, you know. Okay, so what is your favorite piece of clothing in your closet? Um probably You know. <laughs> His face. Probably the the shirt I'm wearing now, my my drowning man shirt. Okay. It's a rip-off off a Deftones album called White Pony, except on the shirt. It says White Donkey. <laughs> and it's a donkey instead of a horse. That, that's it for me. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have, like... I'm not, like, fashion, mm-hmm. per se, like that. Okay. But I do have, like, a um, a collared black shirt with some Keith Haring art on it. Okay. Um, I got it pretty recently, but for now, it's, like, my favorite. You go to right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have this shirt I got for like three bucks, and it says, I, I look good. I make 60 look good. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Is. That's so funny. Did you get it at a thrift store? Yeah. That's funny. That's so funny. That was a good find. That was a good find. That's a great find. Okay, we're moving to rapid fire. Okay. Okay, we're going to do this. Good. All right. All right. What celebrity annoys you the most? Uh, Passive. Um, oh, dang. Uh, First passive. Uh, Travis Barker. Okay. Travis Barker. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh I, I love Blink, but like, oh my God. <laughs> Keep I, the theme same. I don't even know. Same like, Travis Barker. Okay. <laughs> Travis <laughs> Quebecois hates Travis Barker. Yes. <laughs> we love Blink, though. Yeah, we love Blink. We love We're Blink. Blink just don't like Travis. Pool or beach? Beach. Oh, uh, I'm going to go pool. I don't know. I'll still go pool. Okay. Books or movies? Books. Movies. Books. My God, you guys are so good. I'm telling you, no one's ever gone this fast. Okay. What is the world's worst movie? Um, Lars and the Real Girl. Um, yeah, Lars and the Real Girl. I got to go Birdemic. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of any of these, but I'm going to look them up. Uh, Birdemic's actually. Lars and the Real Girl is this, like, this dude who... He gets into like a traumatic event yeah. and then he tries to like make love to a mannequin. Oh, I could, oh my god! Yeah. I saw that off. It was either, yes. I remember. I remember that was on TV that's once, that's and I was like, "Should I watch this?" Acting is really good though. Like Ryan Gosling's performance in that, but it's an awful movie. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it was like one night I was just on my TV and I was tempting. Should I watch White Men Can't Jump for the ninth time or this movie? And, and like, I watched I'm that like, movie. No, we gotta watch Ryan Gosling. And I'm like, oh, but Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah, that yeah. movie sucks. I'm, I'm replacing. The- <laughs> okay. Okay. Redemic's yeah. actually good. There's always these movies, like, my daughter, um, she has watched this movie, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God, that. that made me want to end things. I was like, but I couldn't even make it. It's not a bad movie. Oh, it's it was just... horrible to me. It was absolutely the most pointless movie I had ever seen in my life. Oh, well, she thought it was fantastic. What, 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 what did you take away from it? What I, was your perception? I left before the end of the movie. Oh, so so you, I can't you, even. I can't even come up with what you thought. Well, I asked my, my husband, because my husband stuck it out. And I said, okay. I how it was, was it? a fever dream of the husband's mind. Is that? Yeah. That, that was my perception of it. Interesting. Right? This might be controversial. It's not a bad movie. To me, it's just boring. The Casablanca, I think, okay. is a boring movie. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah what was it made? 1940s? I type of person. I, I need to have it spelt out for me. And I do, gonna, too. Like, think beyond. Like, so anytime, I've, I've forbidden her to um, ask us to watch any movies anymore that are of her choice. And so she usually comes with, like, a presentation. Like, okay, Things this are, is why we need to watch this movie. 
What's that? Things are similar for my family. <laughs> um, I, I bring too many foreign films to uh -huh. the table, and um, my house is not fond of the subtitles. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Even, even when they're in... Like, even when the movie is in, like, Mandarin and half of the people in the house should understand what they're right. saying, and it's like, people are like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to read the English subtitles, but it's like, come on, if I'm willing to put up with the, with my Mandarin Chinglish, you should be able to put up with it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Nothing like a horrible movie. Okay. What tour do you dis despise doing the most? What, what do you mean by what kind of tour? What do you hate doing? Cleaning. Uh, cleaning? Oh, chore. Oh, my bad. Wait, uh, wait, I thought you said tour. That's what I. Oh, that's I'm what sorry. I heard. And I'm like, yeah, I heard tour, and I'm like, oh. I mean, I don't know if the, I, I, I hate helping the people in my family with taxes. Okay. It's always a pain. That is a chore. No, I don't really hate much. I hate um, cleaning after we're done practicing. That sucks. Okay. That's not a chore because I. Do all of it. I'm <laughs> not. Not after that. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess just like mopping. Okay. Like messes. Yeah. Dealing with liquids is just sucks. Oh, folding clothes. Right. I have bad knees, so anything where you have to get on the ground. Right. Okay. I like folding clothes. I'm very disorganized. On that. I hate undoing. Like I'll go grocery shopping. I, I don't mind folding clothes. I don't mind putting everything away. I hate putting the groceries away. That is the one thing I hate. I'll do everything else, but I hate it. Okay. Who is the most... Well, you guys already said Travis Barker. Because he's annoying. Well, let's see if this changes. Okay. Who's the most overrated musician? Uh, most overrated musician? Um, I love them, but probably like Slayer. I want to go with them. I think another band said Slayer. Yeah, I'd say like Metallica. I like them. Oh, I got a lot of Metallica. I like them. They're just overrated. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe like Willie Nelson. <laughs> I just yeah. not. Metallica's <laughs> good, though. But like. They're just overrated. I, it's more like the fans' fault, though. Yeah. Yeah. For like, you know, because they're just like an 80s metal band. Yeah. 90s. I get a lot of Gums and Roses, too. I would maybe say yeah. Nirvana. Oh, Nirvana. I got a Nirvana before. No, that's it. We, we, can all, we can all. And get somebody said, and I guarantee that Kurt Cobain would agree with that statement. They were. They were over. They were like, yeah, what they, the heck? they had one good record. No, I'm definitely giving it to Nirvana now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you impulse buy most at the store? Um, milk. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's like I it's go, like a. It, it's a really bad one. Like, I, I, I go. I go. I go milk. I got milk or beef jerky. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, beef also, the Skittles yeah. for you, too. That is true. Skittles, yeah. Okay. I do impulse by Skittles. You know, it's so funny. Every time I ask guys that, it always goes back to food. That's their impulse buys food. Some form of food is so funny. But, yeah. Okay. What subject do you find most fascinating? Um, like, a, like, a, like in school or... Any type of subject. Um, agriculture, yeah. Agriculture? Yeah. Okay. I think, like, yeah, construction. Right. There's construction? a lot. Okay. Mine's probably, like... Mine's probably, like, history or tattoos. Either okay. one of those two. Okay. Yeah. There's just, like, a lot in construction. Like, that's, like, it's its own branch of things. Like, plumbing, electric... Laying tiles. Framing. Laying, laying drywall. There's, yeah. There's just so much. So much to yeah. learn. So many things to do. Yeah. So, 
my brother-in-law's a superintendent and um there were these guys that went got you can just get your general contractor's license study yeah, yeah. from the book you just need they had no clue what the hell they were doing and so they redo old buildings and so they were trying to redo this old building and they wanted to take up this elevator and my thank god my brother-in-law was there he's like can you guys take that elevator it's like holding the building up like the, those walls like Thank God. Like, so you kind of, there's a lot to it. And I'm a realtor. And a lot of times people are like, oh, we're going to buy this house. We're going to tear this wall down. We're going to do this. And I'm like, wait a second. We have to make sure these walls are not holding the house up, guys. Some people just don't realize that. Right. Yeah. So, no, I have to agree with that. It's very interesting. Contracting is life. Yeah. 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 We support that. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite pizza topping? Um, Mushrooms. I got clams. Oh, good one. Oh. I don't think I've Mushrooms ever had that. Mushrooms plus clam. I like white clam pizza. That's my shit. I've never had that. White clam pizza, like Pepe's or Sally's. So, I'll have to try that because yeah. I do like I do like clams. So. Really dope. Yeah. You you could like throw anything on a pizza and it'll probably work Not out. Carrots. Yeah. Not no, carrots. No, I can do carrots. Not food. Uh, you know, out of spite, <laughs> carrot pizza. Okay. <laughs> I like carrot pizza. <laughs> okay. What's the last thing you watched on TV? Uh, I don't watch TV. I don't. I, no. I have no TV anything. That's awesome. I I have a TV in my home for decorational purposes because it would be weird to have a central stand in your living room and it's not a TV. Right. Okay. But um, that TV serves absolutely no purpose or function at all. Interesting. Okay. For me, it was either The Sopranos or uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Oh, yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. But that was on my phone. Okay. So still not the TV, but I guess that wasn't my TV. TV. I watched it at like a, I watched it like at a fucking bar TV, just <laughs> looking outside of a window. <laughs> uh, that probably I watched that, but it wasn't the last thing I watched. It was American Dad on my laptop. Okay. Because right. I just like putting on like stuff to fall asleep to, and okay. that's like what I fall asleep <laughs> to. You, you need the idle American Dad. I need like yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so to you, what do you feel is the best age? Mm-hmm. Just like in general, mm-hmm. like when do you think you're going to be the happiest or or the happiest? Or... There, there's always like a yin yang <laughs> up to every age, right? But I'm going to say like when you're probably in your best physical and mental and financial state is probably like you're like 30, like right before you start getting like back problems, but like <laughs> long enough to like where you've held a job to like have savings in a house. Okay, I'm going to say 22 because you're at that point, not maybe like 22 to 20. Because you're at that point where, you know, you can still do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And, you know, like, you can still do whatever you want. And, you know, it's it's not like you're old, you know. Like, you can still do whatever you want. You can drink legally. You can go out whenever you want. You know, you're by yourself, truly, you know. I mean, if you didn't if you didn't go to college, I mean, you know, you, yeah. you've been by yourself since, like, 18. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, no school, no nothing. Just, just go out, have fun, do whatever you want, live life. One of Yeah. I'm going to go for, like, ten back when I could get, like, a full night of sleep. <laughs> sleep is me. <laughs> I'll tell you. I woke up this morning at eight. I never wake up at eight. And then I was like, I looked at the clock. I was like, oh, thank God, it's eight o'clock. And then I fell back to sleep. I felt like I was sleeping for hours. I looked at my clock again, and it was still eight o'clock. I was like, how is this even happening? <laughs> it was like I fell asleep for 30 seconds or something, and I was just like, Wow. Then, of course, I didn't wake up again until, like, 1030. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome. All right, so tell me, 
what is the future for both uh, Kibbs and... Um... Kibbs is forever. Okay. Quebecois. Revolution. It, and, it, then Fabulous, <laughs> and then play for uh, play uh, Brazil. later. And then and then we. I mean, then we just like move on. We just yeah. move on. I mean, this isn't. It's just about revolution and then move on. That's I it. mean, this isn't it's really even in a like a sort of in like. It's not a band. It's not really a, a band. band. <laughs> I mean, no, no, but like this isn't something like we're planning to do for a while. Not that I'm saying that's a bad thing. No, I just think that contracting comes first. Contracting okay. comes first, you know. For me, after this, it's gonna be contracting, and just hardcore shows. That's it. That's that's what's in the future. Okay. For me personally, okay. for us, we yeah, get to play no. more shows, and hopefully release an EP. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Like once I'm done, I'm definitely like done. I don't. What do you really... see in your future? Like once you're done with Quebecois. Probably some contracting. Yeah, just like contracting. College. Okay. Uh, pursue that. And uh, just something like construction, trading, things like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is more just like a like a shits and giggles. Just like something I'll tell people, like, mm-hmm. oh, when I was young, I did this. That's okay. like what this is to me. All right, and to you, it's more though because you're kids. Yeah, yeah, but you know, kids is forever. But in terms of like post Quebecois, it's probably just like, um, probably mixed between like the. Contracting, construction, maybe agriculture stuff. Okay. Uh, okay. For me, see, I'm not really... Uh, it took me a while to figure out what I was good at. And I found music, and I was like, oh, this is probably the one thing I'm good at. I can maybe make something out of it. <laughs> if that doesn't work, and I don't know, I might just resort to something else. But uh, I'm going to try music, yeah. you know? And if, and if something doesn't work, you know, who knows? I'll become a fucking bartender or a, a lawyer or some shit. <laughs> Well, well we're still young and yeah. life's unpredictable. Yeah, so it is. Kids will forever be a side thing, though, because I think if I make it my job, I will hate it. Right. Okay. So, Once you hate it, then it's not going to be good. So. I I definitely like foresee burnout being the end of Quebecois. Okay. The the post revolution burnout. Okay. For real. And then pre Sao Paulo burnout. Yeah, and then we get Sao Paulo, and then, and then we're like, like shit. no, we play in front of like one <laughs> one million people. Yeah, we, ju- we <laughs> probably have Sao Paulo. We just probably have such a big fan the, base. You know, the, there's the Sao Paulo residents, then they go on the YouTube yeah. things, and they say, "Come to Brazil, come to Brazil." You have a very, you have a big like. I remember when uh, we did your or you showed me your your Spotify like wrapped. For the year, your analytics. Uh, yeah. You had a lot of people in like Israel yeah, and Lithuania. Wow. My, my largest followings are not here, but Israel, Ecuador, and Lithuania. Really? Yeah, so the Israelis roll with kids. Love that. I love that though. You're you're worldwide. You're Mr. Worldwide, bro. <laughs> I, I'm Mr. Worldwide, but not Mr. Miami. Like, you're Mr. Broward. You're Mr. Cooper. Not City. even the 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 Broward fools ain't. ain't Ain't rolling with kids like that. No. But but I know Tel Aviv got my back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you have um in closing, if you have something to say to your fans, what would it be? Um, we love you. Um, we, we want, love you. Um, we want more. Do vi- not mail us the hearing damage lawsuits. We want more <laughs> violent dancing at our shows. We want people to punch each other. So please do that. And we are open for wedding bookings. For We're open for wedding bookings. Um, we'll play any cover you want. Wedding band first. 
then yeah, yeah, Quebecois. Wedding band first, Quebecois second. Then and we are happy to do as much Bruce Springsteen as you want. And the oh police. We'll be, happy. <laughs> well, I'll be happy to play those too. But that's oh it. Um, so just, we love the fans. We support. Just show up to our shows. We the, love the you. Fam, the we people. love you, Quebecers. The Quebecers. We love you, Quebecers. <laughs> show up. Um, show up and show out. Show up, chill out, and, you know, go nuts. Punch someone. We're into okay. that. All right. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for having awesome. us. No, thank, thank you, you so Appreciate much. it. It was fun. I really appreciate it. I'm eating on the floor. I'm eating on the floor. There's no more Oreo. I remember when I was young. Uh, today, we are young. We are young right now in the image of God.